Jason. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Jason, did you know that Budget Blinds is the place for people to go to for the signature series shades? All hail our robot shade overlords. Look, there are many, many reasons why you should start looking at the smart home features, but mostly because it's cool. I got to say, look, I recently got a somewhat smart home thing in my house, and I was highly skeptical, like, in the process and have delayed and kind of acted like the technology-phobic old man that I'm probably getting closer to being every day. (laughs) But I got to say, this smart home stuff is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And I got to say, the ability to raise and lower, open and close, program your shades to do that stuff, to save energy, to increase the security in your home, to do all the things you want to do. Make things safer for your children and pets. Right. Absolutely fantastic as, as an idea. I get it. I get it now in a way that I didn't get it before. So I'm going to say this with all sincerity, all hail those robot shade overlords. There you go. So if you are ready to make your home a smart home, head on over to our good friends, Budget Blinds of Lee Summit, right in downtown, the heart of our community. Today's episode is also brought to you by Feed Lee Summit. Hey, Jason, pre-COVID world, six to 8% of Lee Summit residents were food insecure. I thought thought that world started on March 15th. Well, you know. No, the world ended on March 15th, and we're now picking up the pieces. Right, 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 right. Well, that's 6 to 8%. That equates to more than 6,000 men, women, and children in the Lee Summit community. And in this COVID pandemic area, the food needs have only continued to grow for Lee Summit families and senior citizens. That is true. Responding to this need are the good folks at Sunrise Rotary. They are sponsoring their second annual Feed Lee Summit event, November 12th at 7 p.m. It's going to be a virtual event this year because COVID ruins everything, but it's going to be a great event anyway. They have a goal this year. It's a very aggressive goal of raising $100,000 to support those with food insecurity here in Lee Summit. And they think they can do this aggressive goal with your support. And who will this, who will this benefit, you might ask? Let me tell you, it's going to the benefit. Big four. The, the big, big four. four. Lee Summit Social Services, Cold Water of Lee Summit, One Good Meal, and Meals on Wheels. You got it. Feed Summit. Feed Lee Summit started as empty bowls, which collected uh, more than a quarter million dollars over its uh, years for our non-profit food providers here in the Lee Summit community. Last year, Feed Lee Summit, a little bit of a change in how it was structured and what it was doing, their first event raised $40,000. So they're setting the bar high this year, but we think we can get there. And they can meet that goal with your help. So join us for this important event on Thursday, November 12th. See feedls.org for more details and to register. Hello and welcome to this Friday conversation episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast. I have back for, I think, visit number three. Visit number three, Glinda Masters, the City of Lee Summit's cultural arts manager. Glinda, welcome. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. You are going to climb the rank soon and you're going to be among the most frequent guests. Is that a goal? <laughs> so four, is that the... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, there's Julie Cook from downtown's up there. Matt Sanning from Lee Summit Social Services is up there. Carrie Gray, a local therapist. But I keep having her on just so I can have free therapy sessions during well, there the pandemic. <laughs> there um, you go. I don't know if we should tell her that, that I'm getting free service, but that's really why I invite her back a lot. <laughs> 
I thought uh, I'd have you back on because coming up October 9th is a new thing in Lee Summit. It's going to be the Lee Summit Cultural Arts Week. Did I say that right? Lee Summit Arts and Culture Week. Arts and Culture Week. I get it wrong. It's okay. It's brand new. (laughs) It's brand new. This is a pretty cool thing. Um, I know that you brought it when you first came in. You brought it to Arts Council as like a thing you were Mm -hmm. toying with in your head and wanted to do. And now in the year when it seems like we can't do anything new, you're like, I'm doing it new. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about about what this is. What are what are we going to do for uh, for all of these days? How long is this? Yeah. So Lee Summit Arts and Culture Week coming up. It's um, it's October 9th through October 18th. So it's a, technically more than a week. It's ten days. Um, but well, we you're really, in the arts, not mathematics. Exactly. <laughs> well, we really wanted to make sure that we allowed the opportunity to kind of have two weekends of activity. So we have two weekends plus a full full week um, of activity. And yeah, the idea of Lee Summit Arts and Culture Week, uh, it is an idea that I had kind of mulling around in my head for, for quite some time. And it was really the idea of, you know, wouldn't it be really great if we had one week a year where it was really just about celebrating and highlighting and feature, featuring arts and cultural activities within Lee Summit. And, uh, you know, even before COVID came along, the idea of doing something like this in October seemed like a really good fit because October is that time of year when we have a lot of fall cultural events happening from um, from Oktoberfest to a lot of performance seasons starting up with Lee Summit Symphony and Summit Theater Group. Um, and so, and then also Summit Art Festival as well. So in October seems to be that kind of month of activity anyway so it seemed to be a great time to kind of say this is a good time of year to kind of really expand that reach um, and say just kind of come out and see what all is happening and then COVID came along (laughs) ruined (laughs) everything (laughs) destroyed everything Um, and so but what I began to really think about is that I think we collectively just as a community if something's not consistently in front of us we easily forget and so the idea of kind of being being bold, if you will, and saying, why don't we still go ahead and create this idea of Lee Summit Arts and Culture Week in October, um, even during a pandemic, is that it allows us the opportunity to kind of keep the energy going and to keep the momentum going um, to say, you know, even though a lot of those kind of iconic fall cultural arts events and festivals um, are not happening right now because we're just not able to meet um, you know, in large groups and things like that, it doesn't mean that all of the cultural activity has to stop completely. Um, and so the ideas came about to say, well, why don't we go ahead and do Lee Summit Arts and Culture Week and just encourage a lot of smaller events? Um, I, when, when we kind of began to, you know, formulate the idea of what this could look like, I envisioned kind of a lot of virtual events happening because people would, or organizations might be, um, not able right. to kind of get together um, and people in general might not be comfortable coming together. But surprisingly, I think everything that's been kind of scheduled as part of the week so far have all been outdoor in-person events. And so that's really encouraging. Well, to, b- before to we see. get into some of the examples of what some of those those things are, where can people go to see a schedule uh, of cultural and arts events? Yeah, it is. If you go to exploreLS.com, and so that is the that kind of the community calendar, if you will. It's maintained by 
um, Lisa at Tourism, who's a partner in um, presenting Lisa at Arts and Culture Week. And so that's where you can go to see the list of kind of all the events that are happening within Lee Summit, but then also specifically uh, Lee Summit Arts and Culture Week. So it's explorels.com. Awesome, awesome. Well, give us a, a little, a, a brief little taste of of some things that might be happening. What are we going to be able to see? I've heard about some, like some string maybe duets or or quartets around town i've heard about a concert on a roof somewhere it's gonna i'm really excited (laughs) about what i've seen so far so i think before we started um, recording i kind of shared that not having a high expectation of trying to launch something like this during a (laughs) pandemic um kind of in my Mind, I envision maybe only having like, you know, maybe if we got 10 events, I would consider this a successful first year. But um, so far we have 12 different events and most of them are multi-day events. And I know that there are several other events that are in the works that are probably going to be added to the calendar in the next week or so. So I think there's going to be a lot to to choose from and a lot to enjoy and to kind of get out um, and experience like uh, just a lot of the different cultural activities from our, our different organizations. Um, I'm actually going to pull up the Explore LS community <laughs> calendar. <laughs> well, I, I know we talked about this before, but the, the, the Lee Summit Symphony has some small groups that are going to kind of station themselves mm-hmm. around the downtown area, maybe on some street corners. Mm-hmm. So that's one that's one thing that's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard there were some plein air artists. Yes, Summit, um, Summit Art, which is our local artist organization. They are going to be putting on, um, I'm going to find the right event on the right date here. Um, on October 18th, they are going to be doing a plain air festival preview. So they are going to be, again, kind of talking in that mindset of transitioning and pivoting in light of COVID. They couldn't do their Summit Art Festival this year. And so in the spring, they're looking at doing a plain air festival. And so as a way to kind of begin generating energy around that, they've created this preview or festival preview. Um, and I think just to be sure, I don't think that it's something that is necessarily open to the public because they have to be kind of concerned about attendance numbers and things like that. But it's an event that's geared specifically towards artists. So if you're an artist and you're interested in learning about plain air painting or getting into plain air or just want to get out and paint, um, this would be a really great event to to participate in. And that's on October 18th. So again, you can go to that explorels.com calendar, go to October 18th, and then you'll find a link to the the actual event. Now, real quick, I'm going to have you tell people who don't know what plain air is. Yes, that is a great question. I'm really glad that I refreshed my memory before <laughs> we came on. <laughs> You're supposed to know everything, Arts, Linda. So plain air um, really just means painting outside, painting in the air. And it's a really an opportunity where artists, it's challenging for artists because they basically have to try and paint um in kind of like that constantly changing environment because your light is always changing your landscape is always changing so it's a, it's a great exercise um for artists and i know that a lot of artists really enjoy really enjoy doing that i think i would like to enjoy it but i don't have the skill i don't either I it's cannot, pa- <laughs> painting is not my thing um some other events that are going on during that week so lisa Summit theater group is bringing back cellular scenes um they've done this i I think a couple of years ago, and it's a really cool concept. So it's outdoor theater, and it's it's one of those events where it's pretty unique. I don't think I've seen any other organization do something like this. I like I always like to tell people it was like if theater were a progressive dinner. 
Yeah, that's a great way to put so that. So it, it just it, it moves. It's really neat. They've done it several different times, different, and it's 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 been off for I think two years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you tell people a little bit about how they're doing it, it's 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 really kind of cool because it it does it does think about how people are social distancing and it, and they took all that mm-hmm. into consideration and then figured out how they could still they could still accomplish it. So I think. I think it's kind of a cool cool story. Yeah. So I the way that I understand it is that so once you buy your ticket, I think that you get to pick what day you want to go to the performance. And you there's a designated place within downtown Lee Summit where you go and you meet. And then I think before the performance starts, they send you a text message and they say, this is where you need to meet us at this time. And so when you arrive, there are two actors and they kind of have this kind of there's a whole entire story that they kind of begin to act out and then the scene that changes is it's a different location within downtown so when the scene is done you then get another text message that says okay now go to this location and meet us there in 10 minutes or something like that and then the next scene begins so you're absolutely right it's like a progressive Progressive theater, progressive dinner. <laughs> I just think, I think it's a it, it's a really cool thing, and and I, and I have seen it in its previous iterations, but mm-hmm. it's gonna be gonna be kind of fun to see it see it this time yeah. as they as they come back. And I, I heard the story changed a little bit too. So. Oh, good, yeah. So it's just something new and different, and it's a again it's a great concept because they're able because they're doing it over multiple days, they can cater to a smaller crowd, and so I think it's a small um, small audience, and that's kind of walking throughout downtown and kind of keeping their social distance and, and wearing their masks and things like that. So it's a way to kind of get out and enjoy a theater performance without being inside a theater, right? which is so important right now. Um, so what was it like, I guess, reaching out and trying to explain your idea and then also saying, yeah, we can still do things. Yes. <laughs> you know, I think to get people, because like you said, I think, and, and, and you're right, you know, hoping for 10 was probably a good goal. Mm-hmm. That sounds like you've, you've exceeded that, which Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. But but what was that what was that kind of initial pitch like as you started reaching out and saying, yeah. "Hey, I want to do this thing and it, we want to make it still a performance for people." Mm-hmm. Even during these these times. Yeah. So the idea actually came to me really pre-COVID as we kind of talked about and even at the beginning of of this year, I had brought the idea for to uh Lisa Tourism. Um, and also to our, our visitors council, which is kind of a, a group of, um, I would say, business people and arts people and just event-oriented people, hospitality, that kind of come together and find ways to help promote Lee Summit. Um, and so I presented the idea to them just really just as a thought to say, hey, I think it'd be really neat to kind of look at something like this, you know, down the road when the time is right and we've got a little bit more time to put something together. Um, and then again, enter COVID, <laughs> where you say, well, nothing's happening. So let's, this is the best time to do it, actually. Um, and so it was really well received from, from the get-go. And I think, it, again, it's one of those things where, I think August is actually when I kind of re-approached uh, Lisa at Tourism and said, hey, I know that this is a really tight time frame, but knowing that we've kind of lost all of those fall events this year, what if we just kind of leverage some of that community um, promotional marketing and, and things like that to just say, you know, it's it's the week where we're just going to highlight the arts and then organizations can and artists can kind of choose for themselves what they're comfortable doing. You know, if they're only comfortable doing a virtual event, that's great. Let's get it on the calendar and tell people about it. 
Um, if they are feeling um, more comfortable and more adventurous with doing something in person, this is a great time to do it because then it kind of capitalizes on kind of that, that larger community marketing effort. Um, and it's just a great way to kind of um, help to reach new audiences that they might not have typically been able to, to reach. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So what, uh, I, I guess, do you have uh, do you have an end goal? Is there, a, what, what do you really want to accomplish with this? I think, yeah, I think it would be great if this became an annual occurrence, really. I think that's kind of the end goal. It's to kind of say that every October we have Lee Summit Arts and Culture Week um, within Lee Summit. And it's it's a great way. Well, again, because that's when we typically have a lot of cultural activity anyways. So why not elevate that and and make it a larger community um, awareness campaign in general? But what is also great about something like that, too, is that it gets organizations and artists and people outside of Lee Summit recognizing that there's something happening within Lee Summit. And so they begin to kind of, it begins to pique their interest, too. Um, I've actually had some organizations from outside of Lee Summit say, well, how can, how can we get in on this? <laughs> can, we come in to, can we come to Lee Summit? You can and, come watch. Yes. <laughs> can we come to Lee Summit and do a performance during your Arts and Culture Week? And um, the answer is, of course, yes. <laughs> Uh, the more the merrier. Um, and so that's kind of how these types of um, events kind of progress, where it kind of starts very hyper-local, but then, you know, organizations outside of Lee Summit begin to say, oh, well, that's a great opportunity, too, for us to kind of be a partner in this and to, to participate as well. So so that's kind of the end goal, to hopefully make it an annual occurrence, an annual celebration, and then in that way, you know, October becomes essentially right. Lee Summit Arts and Culture Week. So I, I have this question. Other than COVID, were there some big hurdles? Were there were there anything that was difficult to kind of reach out to people and, and get some things involved? I think really the only difficulty, and it's really not uh, a difficulty, it's just the fact that it's so new and just trying to explain the concept of Lee Summit Arts and Culture Week. Um, a lot of the questions that I got early on from the different organizations and artists uh, were hey, this sounds really great. We want to participate. Um, how do we do that? Like when, like what days are available? What times are available? And the idea is, well, it's not, it's not for me to tell you like what your event should be or when it should happen. It's really whatever works for your organization. Whatever, it's, it's all what you want to do. So this is really just a chance to 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 celebrate and promote things that they're doing or they want to do and absolutely and, and and I think like you said too though that that normally it would be hey there's a theater performance already scheduled there's a symphony performance already scheduled there's the festival already on the schedule which you know unfortunately that wasn't those those were all things that kind of fell victim too right yeah so yeah I think that's I think that's a that's a great way to look at it is you don't have to create new programming really right. Right. It's just drawing attention to programming that already already exists, and I think it's very easy for people to to I don't want to say forget, but to not notice a lot of the arts things right that right. happen here. I mean, I, I you know, I, if you pay a little bit of attention, you know of probably the big three. You know of the symphony and the theater and the and the summit art, um, but there's there's so much more. And, yes. and you know, we've had a, a jazz orchestra formed in the last year and a half, two yeah. years. There's there's just a lot coming coming online and going on that that maybe people don't don't always know about and I know that's that's part of the the thing that we deal with at, at the arts council level mm-hmm. just, uh, what just trying to promote all there. of the things that are there and and what I've been on arts council for four or five years now 
And every year we we hear from an organization. I'm like, I didn't know that one. Yeah, there's so much that we don't. Yeah, you're right. There's so much that we don't even know about um, because there's so much that's kind of. I almost kind of think that at least some it's like that underground arts community. There's so much happening that um, that people don't necessarily know about until they really kind of dig down and dig deep to find out kind of what's going on. And actually, one additional kind of um, shout out, I guess, if you will, is that even the historical society and the history museum is also participating as well. So um, the History Museum is actually, they're opening back up and they are bringing out some of their artwork as well that they have as part of their archives. Um, And I think they're also working with local artists too to do um, uh, sketch drawings and and things like that over at the museum. So it's really, it's not just arts, but we're also, you know, highlighting our our history and our heritage um, as well, which is really great. Well, I think, think, you know, you you named the event correctly, right? Mm -hmm. It's culture too right that's that's a part of it and and for those out there who haven't been into the 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 museum or haven't been in a long time you should you should go in as Mm -hmm. as they open back up for this this is there's some pretty cool things in there and there is there are some some art collections too that they that they have and so it'll be interesting to see what all they they pull out because i know really there's a small amount of space for the public, and then they've got yes. <laughs> a ton of stuff also down in there that they're they're still working on and yes, in the collection. Yes. So that'll be that'll be fun to see. Mm-hmm. Yep, you can absolutely go to again that explorels.com calendar and find out what the the history museum has um, available during that week too, and then also um, their website as well. Now I'm gonna we're, I'm gonna switch gears just a little bit. You are uh, almost three years in mm-hmm. as the the ma- cultural arts manager for for the city. Yes, you, uh, <laughs> we're gonna make you give yourself a grade. Oh no! <laughs> now, as you as you settled in, because you're not from Lee Summit, right? You are uh, as as you've been on before. I've I've learned and we've become friends. But you, you know, you're an East Coast girl. Mm-hmm. You spent time in Colorado mm-hmm. before you came here. What have you kind of what have you picked up about about Lee Summit and, and its 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 yeah. art scene? There's a lot to talk about that it that needs to be elevated for sure. Um, I know that when I you know go outside of Lee Summit and I talk with you know folks in the Kansas City area who are in the the arts scene um, and members of different arts organizations, usually when I say I'm from I'm from Lee Summit and I you know work with our arts community out there. The response is usually, oh, yeah, there's a lot going on in Lee Summit. And so I really kind of think that um, the more I find my role and the role of the Arts Council is the more that we can kind of share that, like share that news, like not just with our community, but also regionally as well, um, kind of begins to let people know that, hey, there's something happening down here that's really cool. And I don't I don't feel like we talk about it enough because I think that it's I not that that's a you know a bad thing. I almost feel like we're keeping the secret like to ourselves. Right, right. <laughs> but I think that there's value in sharing that because only good things can happen from that. I think. When you when, as you as you've settled in, have there been a couple places that you've looked at? And you're like, like that's a place where we really need to to promote more, or we need to raise awareness more. Have you have you kind of honed in on a few things? That's a great question. I don't think that there's anything specific unless that was a trick question and you have an answer in mind that I'm not talking about <laughs> they're always trick questions. You, can, <laughs> you can you can definitely give me some suggestions um I think quite honestly I think it's helping to talk about our arts community more just amongst well to start just among our 
our residents. And so some of the ways that I try to do that is just kind of sharing a, a lot of that cultural activity that the different organizations are presenting through, you know, the Arts Council's social media platforms and, and newsletter platforms and things like that. Um, I think kind of some of the things that are emerging that I think are going to be emerging over the next few years is um, m- emphasis on on public art, both rotating uh, or temporary exhibition of public art and then also permanent as well. So that's kind of something that's kind of coming up, I think, over the next few years and things like that. Have you I know you've focused a lot on um, social media, mm-hmm. but you've really grown that. Is that is that right now kind of the best way to reach out, do you think? I think so. I think so. And um, usually what I've been doing is just kind of keeping an eye or keeping tabs of kind of what kind of what pops up and and think about what can be shared and and talked about and said, hey, make sure you're catching, you know, what's coming up with Summit Theater or the symphony and and things like that. So that seems to be the best way to kind of connect people and to engage as well. So if people want to follow along on the arts things, how can they how can they connect? Yeah, it's um, so the social media handles for the Arts Council is at Oh, darn. It's at... <laughs> Uh-oh. Now's when I'm going to ask you to grade yourself. <laughs> right. You just it's, went it's, blank. I just... I got it back. I am, I'm back. It's at LS Arts Council. I promise. Um, but Or you can just search for Lee Summit Arts Council, and it'll show up that way as well. But um, the Arts Council is on Facebook and Instagram. And so it's the same on both platforms. Um, and then the website for the Lee Summit Arts Council is lsartscouncil.net right pretty easy to find and again it's it's very easy to to google it and and find exactly where you want to go as well so when you want to go when you're out and about and you want to brag about about lee summit what's your what's your what's your pitch Mm, that's a great one too very good questions um i think that again it kind of goes back to that idea of like we're we're kind of like that diamond in the rough like we've kind of kept a little bit of the secret to ourselves of just kind of what all is happening within Lee Summit. And so it's, it is talking about, um, you know, I love talking about the, the Arts Council and kind of that we're really working to kind of become that central hub, I guess, if you will, of just helping to promote arts um, within community and just kind of raising that awareness and elevating it a little bit more. Um, but then also just talking about how we have, you know, a really great community orchestra in our community theater, Summit Theater, um, they're doing amazing things as well. And then Summit Art, um, I, we cannot talk about those big three right. <laughs> quite a bit. They're kind of the, the larger ones. But, but beyond that, there we have a really large base of visual artists in our community. We really do, um, which I think is something that's it's really neat and, and unique, I think. So I think just talking about that quite a bit is kind of, it's usually what I talk about. Of like we have this kind of underground community. <laughs> well, my favorite one. And I'm going to tell people this is going to be kind of a self plug too. Is go back early on in the in the in the uh, pandemic times, mm-hmm. and you 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 joined me then. Um, and we had we had a yarn artist. Oh wow! Come Did on, I? that was forever ago. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that long ago? But it just feels like it. Um, but 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 yeah. So she's decorated yeah. her tree and other trees around town with with, with yarn. We've got uh, you know there are some businesses. Out there, studio. I think a lot of people forget we've got a world class oil painter that lives, makes her home here yeah. in Lee Summit. So, there, I think you're right. There are a lot of people and a lot of groups out there. There is, we're in the studio at Bridge Space right now recording this, and there's a, a photography club that meets regularly yeah. here at, 
at Bridge Space, and they they review each other's work and they talk about it, and it's it's really kind of cool to see because it's it's one of those things. Where, oh, that actually happens. That's yes, that's a yeah. thing, and the, and. If you see some of the work, if if you're into photography, that's really it is. really good. Yes, good stuff. It's um, really amazing. I think I could be wrong here. I think they're affiliated with Summit Art, but I'm I not, believe so. I think so. I, I don't mm-hmm. want to say that and then and then be wrong. Wait, I just said it anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they, so if you, I mean, if you're inter- if you're a photographer, if you're interested in photography, reach out to Summit Art and ask them about that mm-hmm. that little group because it's 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 really cool. And and when I've been at Bridge Space in the evenings a few times, I've I've walked by and I've seen some and heard some of their discussions as they as they talk about the artwork and it's it's really really it's really cool yeah and I think that kind of speaks to something else too about just the the arts community or the cultural community as well they are um, very supportive of each other and they want to help build up and support and um, I think what we find is a lot of just natural cross collaboration and and I think that's really that's a really great thing it's a really positive thing Awesome. Well, one more time, Lee Summit Arts and Culture Week starts October 9th, runs through October 18th. And if you want to see the list of the events, right now we're at 12. We might have more. I think we're going to have more. Uh, Different events. Go to, what is the website again for the calendar? ExploreLS.com. There we go. Well, Glenda, thanks for coming back on. I'll tell Matt Sanding that you're uh, you're coming after him and his title as as best guest. (laughs) I'm a little competitive, so what's his number? Oh, there we go. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to look. That, I'd have to look okay. that up. You got a little ways to go. Okay, that's fine. But that's okay. We're starting a new campaign to muzzle Matt. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> thanks again, Glenda. I appreciate for it. Me. And 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 congratulations. I think this is going to be really cool. And I hope that we do get to do this every single year. That will wrap us up for this week. We'll talk to everybody thanks next so time. Much.